Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. A group of U.S. doctors known collectively as the Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, or the AAPS, recently sued the Food and Drug Administration, or the FDA, for limiting use of hydroxychloroquine and the right to prescribe hydroxychloroquine as an off-label treatment for the coronavirus COVID-19. But there's a larger issue here that will eventually transcend the coronavirus pandemic, and that is who ultimately decides what medicines we can take. Who is it that has more or less influence than they should? Now, here to show us what may be possible and the best way into the future is respected neurologist, Dr. Stephen Goldstein. And Dr. Goldstein, you've described the phenomena of off-label prescriptions for us in the past, but for new listeners and those who may have missed it, could you describe for us what that is? Yes. Uh, off-label prescribing is when a physician prescribes a drug that the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has approved to treat a condition different than the one you've got. Off-label prescribing is nothing new. The practice is legal and common. In fact, one in five prescriptions written today are for off-label use. Okay, so long as a medicine is approved for use by the Food and Drug Administration and the Center for Disease Control, a doctor can prescribe it. But is there any precedence for not allowing this practice or overtly working to discourage it in any medicines of which you're aware? Well, the most recent uh, visible and controversial example is the hydroxychloroquine prescribed for the coronavirus. Okay, but how can that be if doctors are within their rights to prescribe off-label drugs? Well, here's a specific instance from Ohio, where the Ohio Board of Pharmacy banned dispensing hydrochloroquine for the treatment or prevention of COVID-19. The Ohio rule prohibited pharmacies from selling or dispensing hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine for use as a coronavirus treatment without approval from the board's executive director. It also specifies that all prior approvals for the drugs are no longer applicable. So someone who does not know the doctor or patient would have made this decision. That's incredible. It sounds like the pharmacy board in Ohio decided to start practicing medicine. It does sound like that, but it did not take long for the governor of Ohio to put a stop to it when he ordered the pharmacy board to reverse his decision. In his statement on the subject, Governor DeWine stated that his agreement with Stephen Hahn, the commissioner of the Food and Drug Administration, that the decision to treat the virus with hydroxychloroquine should be between a doctor and patient. It's that final thing that you just said that really should not just get everybody's attention, but be just downright alarming. And that's the prospect that somebody other than the doctor and the patient are involved in the decision-making about what medicine that they or we all get to take or not. Yes. Doctors are trained and educated educated to diagnose and treat patients. They also have experience treating patients and know how to evaluate scientific papers discussing new treatments. Pharmacists and government bureaucrats do not have this training or experience. 
In the case of hydroxychloroquine, there is no randomized controlled trial to prove scientifically whether or not this drug is effective for COVID-19. It is also true that there is no other treatment that has been proven to, with a randomized controlled trial to be effective. Rather than do nothing, physicians should be able to use any treatment that may be beneficial. Interference by government boards or other non-physicians will retard the development of effective treatments and lead to additional mortality and morbidity. The next outbreak is a certainty. It's only a matter of time. If pharmacists and bureaucrats are getting between doctors and patients now, we should be very worried about the future. You said that hydroxychloroquine was visible and controversial, and that's, that's for sure. But there are other off-label drugs also recommended as possible treatments for COVID-19. Could you say a word about any of those for us? Yes. Uh, corticosteroids are anti-inflammatory drugs that show promise and have been used for decades to treat other lung disorders like asthma. They are inexpensive and readily available. Off-label Singular also shows promise. It is a very common anti-asthma drug and is available in generic form. Now, of course, the focus of the podcast is reform. But to be reformed, the public needs to come to some agreement about what the lessons of the COVID-19 pandemic are. Could you expand on that for us a bit? Sure. There are several. One lesson is that doctors can treat viruses and treat them best when all the possible treatments for them are available. Another lesson is that the government should concentrate on protecting the public health and not be involved in prescribing for individual patients. The government was not prepared when it came to identifying and quarantine contacts of the first patients and preventing sick patients from entering the country. Government bureaucracy delayed the development of laboratory tests for six to eight weeks. So what I think I hear you saying is that it's these bureaucrats, those are the ones we should be concerned with. Am I, am I hearing that right? Yes. People ensconced in the government bureaucracy want to preserve their authority, and it seems they are willing to take drastic measures to preserve that power. These people are very invested in expensive, high-tech treatments. Low-tech measures like contact tracing, quarantine, and testing anyone entering the country could have controlled the epidemic early on. Decades-old treatment like hydroxychloroquine, asthma drugs, and even blood plasma are dismissed because of, quote, the science, unquote. It is simply not the business of government to interpret science or rely on some professor or other expert to give advice. While waiting for mind-blowing discoveries, patients are dying. How many could have been helped with early treatment of one of those off-label possibilities? Right. And I guess with the time we have left today, what do you hope will happen? Well, I hope that the restrictions we have all been forced to endure will wake all of us up. We should adopt the motto of New England Patriots uh, football coach Bill Belichick. He tells his players, quote, just do your job, not the job of your teammates. We should expect the government to do its job, not the job of other people. We should ask difficult questions and expect the truth, even when that truth is difficult to hear. The doctor-patient relationship is being eroded by government, insurance companies, and hospital systems. Only the American public can put a stop to this. Well, thank you, Dr. Goldstein, for that, uh, for that explanation. You know, anytime government encroaches on personal freedom, it's unsettling. 
But when the U.S. government gets between a doctor and their patients, it's time for the public to say enough is enough. It is hard to conceive of anything more onerous. And it may cause you to wonder if the government can interfere with long-established laws and regulations for off-label prescription drugs, what else might be on the horizon? As Dr. Goldstein said, the government takeover of any health crisis will persist long after any benefit is exhausted. And worse, use their policy-making powers to block the use of methods to treat an outbreak using off-label prescriptions. Hey, thank you for listening. Tell your friends about the podcast and come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast.